guys. Welcome back to the Carla Code. Thank you for joining me again today. Today is Friday and I am in Mexico City and it is chilly willy outside. It's been very cold all week long. I'm not ever one to look at the weather, but this week I was looking at the weather religiously and it kept saying that it was going to be 70 degrees all week long and I have yet to feel that. <laughs> it's literally been cloudy. Um, there's no sun. So I've been feeling a little extra gloomy because of that and I have to really fight with myself internally to not feel the gloominess, but uh, I don't know if any of you guys feel the same way whenever it gets cloudy and it stays like that. I always tell Luke that I consider myself like a flower and I I literally start to wilt whenever there's no sun. And that's how I've been feeling this week. Most of it, but not really like truly sad. I just, just felt kind of like, hmm. But anyway, battling that internal battle as always. I hope everyone has had a wonderful, productive week. I hope everybody is reading and not just watching Netflix because it's trash. Netflix is trash unless you're watching a nice uh, biography or a documentary. Remember that. And we should always just use Netflix as a sort of junk food for the week for you know, doing well and for doing good things, you leave that for the very end. So just a big reminder to everyone. Um, This past week, there has been a few pretty cool revelations. Um, I have a friend here in Mexico City. She's Ecuadorian and she's really cool. And I was telling her about, you know, having her on my podcast, but she speaks Spanish. She also speaks English, but her uh, main language is Spanish. And we were talking a little bit and we were thinking of starting a podcast together. I know I've been telling you guys for a while that I want to do a Spanish podcast and since she actually works for a TV network here and she comes out on that uh, on that channel every single day, she's on it all day long. She's a not a newscaster, but she basically does those talk shows. And she was telling me that she would really like to work on something with me. So that's exciting news. The Spanish Carla Code, I'll probably do a different name, of course, since I'm going to be doing it with her, might be coming very soon. We're going to be chatting about that today and this weekend. I'm really excited to have her on the podcast too, because she has a totally different point of view of life in general. You know, me, I am, you know, Mexican American, born to Mexican parents, raised in the US my entire life. And her, she's from Ecuador. She lived in Ecuador her whole life. And then now she lives here in Mexico City. She has done pageants since she was a young girl as well. She, I mean, she was like, I think, second or third runner up in some world competition. So she's a super impressive girl. And I really want to touch on a lot of the topics that I talk about, you know, on my regular Carla Code, such as uh, just growing up in general, um, depression, anxiety, working on yourself. So I think it would be really cool to be able to discuss these topics with her. So yeah, I can't wait 
for that to happen. Like I said, I'll be talking talking about it with her this weekend, so I will let you know. Um, a little bit that I wanted to talk about today is your circle of friends. I feel like I've mentioned it lightly in the past, but I really wanted to touch on this and talk about it a little bit more in length and about how important it is who you keep your company with. Um, me in particular and Luke as well, we've always been very open, very happy people, you know, where we would basically accept almost anybody into the group. <laughs> um, but we've learned over this past year that that's just not the way it's supposed to be. It's a real interesting thing, but it's almost like you have to almost like interview people before you kind of let them in. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but Google, before they hire their employees, I think they have between like seven to 10 interviews with that person. I think the reason that they do that is because they realize that the more time that they spend with somebody, the more their true colors will, you know, come out. And I think it's the same thing with people. Um, We've had a couple of really like rough times this past year with a few people that we thought were friends, but in reality, they were not. And I feel like we keep making that mistake, but it's probably a good thing because I also don't want to turn into a cold hearted bitch, you know, somebody that doesn't even talk to anybody because then that, I mean, that's terrible. That, that's not a way to live. But it is very important to start vetting people before you let them in your life. And then once you do have these people in your life, make sure that they're not bad influences and that they are making you a better person in every way possible and that you're also contributing to the friendship and you're making them better people as well. So these are these are very interesting topics. Um I know in the past I've said it many, many times, and I even say it on my uh, the Carlo Code Instagram. I always say that, you know, even if you have family, that you should distance yourself from these people if they're toxic, you know, if they're not people that are good to have around. And I still stand by that. And I know a lot of people sometimes they tell me like, oh, no, family comes first and family this, family that. But it's really not true, guys. I mean... How many of you guys out there have, you know, those family reunions that, I mean, I never liked going to family reunions when I was younger, but I mean, how many of you guys are still kind of forced to go because your parents, you know, they tell you, you need to go, you need to see your Thea, you need to see your whatever. I know right now, technically we can't really do that too much because of COVID, but how many times have you had to go to these reunions and you're just having to listen to your toxic cousins, toxic aunts, you know, people just making you feel uncomfortable, just making all of these unnecessary comments to you about, you know, the way that you live, the way that you look, and you're just kind of like sitting there and you're just taking it. And then by the time you're done with this reunion, you leave and you're in the car, either you're crying or you're arguing with someone else that you weren't even arguing with when you were like on your way there with, <laughs> or you're just sad, you know? That's not the kind of energy that you should be striving to have in your life and you shouldn't tolerate it either. So it's very important, um, number one, to always examine how people make you feel when you're around them. And it's in all sorts of things, right? Let's say you have your gym partner or you have your best girlfriend or your best guy friend or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. 
your wife, your husband, your mom, your sister. It's really important to feel yourself after you've been with them for an extended amount of time. It's really important to evaluate how you're feeling, how they made you um, feel, how they left you at the very end because if they're making you feel sad, angry, depressed, any type of negative feeling whatsoever, then it's time to stop spending so much time with them. And I say this with so much sincerity and with so much, you know, hope for you as a person that you really go ahead and stop being around these people. It's not good for you. It's not good for your mental health. You should always try to be around people that make you feel better about yourself. And then also you need to, you also need to start looking at yourself. How do you make other people feel when you're around them? Are you just the type of person that when you go around others, you're just talking about your problems or talking about other people and you're just kind of using them as like a, a trash can, you know, as a dumpster of all your feelings? Or are you guys, you know, working on ideas? Are you guys, um, uplifting each other? Are you guys like, yeah, let, you know, like examples, like let's go to the gym or, hey, let's read this book together. Hey, let's, let's listen to this audiobook together. Let's watch these biographies together. Like let's do this, this and that. Those are the type of people that you need to surround yourself with. I know families, for instance, there's a lot of like gossip in my family right now, there isn't any gossip, but the only thing that is going on is just a lot of talk of the news and a lot of talk about, you know, who's sick, who's dying, um, who has COVID, uh, Carla, you need to stop like going out of the house. You need to stay home. And there's a lot of that. And I get it because I know for sure my mom, for instance, she loves me and she cares for me and she wants the best for me. But I've had to tell her several times in the past to stop sending me news articles and to stop uh, messaging me things of that sort. And because it's just toxic, you know, that's not good. Um, if family members are just trying to like make you feel that way and are just giving you nothing but bad news, then you need to have either a talk with them to let them know that you don't appreciate, um, you know, talking about those subjects in particular, or, you know, just don't talk to them as much anymore. We've had to do that with a lot of people. Um, I'm not a person who watches the news. And I know some people are like, oh my God, how, how can you stay so uninformed? And it's not like that at all. The news is very biased. It's run by the government. Um, they're telling you whatever it is that they want you to hear. And I don't want any part of it. I like to live my life. And I live it according to the way of my surroundings, not to what you know the news is telling me to uh, feel or to do. But anyway, yeah, you first need to see if the people around you are toxic. And you also need to see if you yourself are the toxic one. Another thing that is also very important is to work on yourself. Being the best version of yourself is important for your mental health as well. If you're always feeling down, the chances are is that you're going to attract people that are probably feeling down as well, or they're not in the best shape mentally. And this is so true because, you know, like kind of attracts like. So if you're kind of like negative, then you're going to start getting people around you that are negative as well. And then you guys are just going to turn into this crazy negative bubble together. So start by changing your outlook on life, you know, start taking small steps. If you feel like you're out of shape, sign up for a yoga class, for instance, and start there. Like 
having this type of daily activity is going to lift you up and make you a more positive person. And then in turn, you're going to start attracting more positive people. So definitely work on yourself, guys. That's going to help you attract the kind of people that you want in your life. I don't know if you guys have ever had this occur to you, but you know, people introduce you to really high level people, right? And you talk to them for a few minutes and then they just kind of walk away. And you're just like, damn, like what, what was wrong with me that I wasn't good enough for them, you know? And it's not always that exact thing that you weren't quote unquote good enough for them. But you always have to think like, what level are those people at? You know, are these, are you, you know, trying to talk to them about gossip or you're trying to talk to them about the news and in reality they're talked trying to talk to you about literature or you know biographies documentaries are they trying to talk to you about things that are a little bit more intellectual you basically didn't have enough to offer them or keep them interested and that's why they end up you know leaving the conversation so it's super super important to work on yourself I know from the very beginning, Luke has always told me, he's like, you need to constantly be reading. You need to always be working on yourself because you never know who you're going to meet and what opportunities that may bring. For instance, um, Suli, my friend, the one that we've been, uh, we're deciding to maybe do the Spanish podcast. You know, she's a really high level girl. She's on her A game constantly. You know, she's not just a whatever kind of person. She's fucking on it. She's a super, super impressive girl. Like I said, she's done extremely well in pageants all over the world. And, you know, had I not been working on myself all of these years, she would have never even discussed this with me. You know, now there's an actual discussion around having a podcast together. So literally guys, constantly, constantly work on yourself. I, I can't recommend that enough. It's been the best um, thing that I've done in my entire life these past four years or so of, you know, my own self-improvement and of me constantly trying to become a better version of Carla are completely paying off. Literally the best investment that you can make is in yourself. Um, you know, another way to be able to build a good circle of friends is to basically branch out. As we get older, you know, making friends sometimes seems like it's difficult. So we tend to stay around the same people. And that is not good, guys. It is not good. Just because you've been best friends with somebody since you were in sixth grade does not mean that they're the best influence for you and that you should be around them even at this point in your life. I I tell you that from firsthand experience. Sometimes I will talk to people that I was friends with many, many years ago, and they think that I'm still the same Carla, and I'm nothing like the Carla that they remember. And they think that I'm weird. They think that, you know, I honestly can feel them become very uncomfortable to the point where they don't really want to hang out with me anymore, because I'm not the Carla that they used to know. So it's very important that we don't stick to the same old people. You need to continuously progress, get out of your comfort zone and engage with those around you that will help you grow as a person. People that are optimistic are optimistic are everywhere as well. And you can strike up a conversation with someone who seems positive and fun. So, you know, for example, next time you're at the gym or next time you're in, in yoga class, don't hesitate, you know, to approach people and engage in interesting conversations. Not all conversations just have to be about gossip or the news or all the tragedies that are happening around the world. Conversations can actually be enlightening. You know, conversations can be um, 
be a sort of thing where you guys talk about how you're improving your life, how you got to where you are at the moment. Like conversations can actually be a good thing. So I really encourage you guys to branch out for sure. Also, you have to stay connected. So if you want to have this new circle of friends, you have to be connected. And this used to be pretty problematic for me in particular, because I was never very good at keeping in touch with people. But I have a friend, her name is Uta. <laughs> Uta is like the most incredible person when it comes to staying connected to people. She makes everyone feel so special. Um, I used to work with her back in the day, like six years ago, I think, seven. It's been a while. <laughs> I used to work with her at Wells Fargo. And she was a badass. She was that banker that would send everybody Christmas cards and birthday cards. And she was just always on it. And I, every single time that I think of being like a good friend, I always think of her because she's, she's just always on it. She's actually a very big supporter of the Carla Code too. And I literally have not seen her in about six or seven years. And she still stays connected to me. And she's so good at that. I really, really appreciate her. I miss her. But like I was saying, she's very, very good at staying connected with people. And that's something that I don't think is taught. I think it's something that people develop on their own. And I think it's something that we all need to, you know, take a, a, a page from this book is that we need to learn to stay connected. Keep in touch with people. When you make new friends, message them, you know, a few days later, hey, how are you? Be interested in the things that they are doing. And hopefully they'll be the same way with you. It's very, very important. This means you have to be engaged in the friendship. So you have to stop waiting for them to call or invite you out. You have to be active and message people, ask them to, you know, go watch a movie with you or ask them to go to dinner with you, have coffee, make time to do that. Be there for them even when things go bad and give your full support. To tie into that, to staying connected, I would also recommend going offline. I feel like the entire world is constantly on their freaking phones and I catch myself becoming like, I feel like a little like crack addict with my phone. Like I put it down and then I pick it up. I put it down, I pick it up and it's a horrible habit. Social media is an amazing invention, of course, but it can make us feel very, very stressed out. So going offline and going to spend time with your friends in person can do wonders for your personal growth. Stop binging, like I was saying earlier, on Netflix shows and sign up for a class together with your friends. Or like I said, it's a little bit difficult right now with COVID, but if you're allowed to wherever you are at and you're being safe by wearing your mask, then sign up for a yoga class together. Sign up for some different type of you know cycling class or some kind of workout class together and exchange ideas like that. Learn something new, socialize with them. Eventually, that could lead to them becoming a new member of your new circle of friends. So you don't have to stay friends with people that you've known since you were a child. I really encourage you guys to find a new group of friends. Just always remember, guys, that friendships are an important part of our social lives and they can directly influence our moods and the way that we feel. Some friends can make you feel much more optimistic and productive. Some friends can make you feel like shit afterwards. Always evaluate after you've spent some time with friends how they make you feel. Do you feel exhausted or do you feel like, damn, I can do anything? If you find people that you feel, you know, 
optimistic and productive and excited about life, stick to those people and make sure that you're being the same way in return to them. Okay. I really hope you guys liked some of these tips on making a better circle of friends. I myself, I think I have a very good circle of friends right now. I feel like everybody around me right now, we just talk about ideas. We talk about, you know, how to become better people. We talk about, you know, building businesses either together or apart. And those are the type of friends you need to have. I know for a fact, there's also different types of friends. So you might have some friends that you like hanging out with for, let's say, just the gym because they're badasses in the gym and you want to be the same way, you know. Uh, there are different sections of friends. There's also party friends. I definitely have my party friends that, quite honestly, I can't talk to about um, things like my podcast or talk about uh things with business in mind, et cetera. And I think we both know that. So it makes it okay, maybe. <laughs> but in all reality, we should try to have like the best uh, people around us at all times who help us grow and become better human beings. Let me know what you guys think about this topic. Let me know if you guys have any remarks, comments, I'm sorry about some of the people that you've probably eliminated in your life or some people that you just can't seem to shake. It's really difficult, I think, at times to stop talking to people when you know that they're not good for you, but they're there all the time. <laughs> it's very, very difficult because I know I've gone through that as well. But it's just something you have to do. Just remember that we have one life. So we need to use it wisely. Surround yourself with good people, guys. I can't stress this enough. Family members, even if it's your sister, if it's your mom, it's better to, you know, limit your time with them or maybe even voice your concerns. Let them know that you're not very happy with the way that your conversation's going, that you would like to change it a little bit. I know some family members might get mad because like I mentioned earlier, my mom, you know, she did get a little bit annoyed that she wasn't able to send me news articles anymore, but she got the point. And now, you know, we just send each other like nice things. We send each other little pictures of us hugging and like little bears, <laughs> corny stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, let me know what you guys think about this topic in particular. I know that a lot of you have messaged me in the past telling me how you have these sorts of people in your life and you're trying to dwindle your relationship with them. I hope you guys are working on this and good luck because I know it's very difficult. Also, I just want to let you guys know that I am here for you. I know that things are very difficult right now with COVID once again. I know that in the U.S. and in certain parts of Europe, they did full lockdowns. And I'm really rooting for all of you that might live alone. I'm very sorry for that. I saw that I saw an article that suicide rates are going dramatically up. And that really, really saddens me. But I also understand why it's happening. Uh, loneliness is a motherfucker. It really is. And I know that whenever I've felt lonely in the past, you know, the worst thoughts can start coming to mind. And I'm honestly keeping everybody in mind because of this. So 
it's really important, guys, that if you are living by yourself and you are in a very strict lockdown, keep in communication with your friends, get on Zoom calls, do FaceTime. It's very, very important to do the whole uh, video thing with friends and family because, and also only positive people do not start talking to people that are negative. But it's very important to do the video calls, I believe, because it actually makes you feel like you're there with them. And I feel like the connection is actually a lot more deepened than if you're just on a regular phone call. So I really encourage all of you to to keep in communication with your friends and family, support each other, talk to each other every single day. Don't uh, don't stay too, too much alone. I understand that also being alone is something that we all need to work on. But if you find yourself being a person that's very depressive, then I would suggest, you know, expressing that first of all to your friends and family and letting them know that you would really like to chat with them every day so that, you know, you don't start getting down on the dumps. Also, like I mentioned in the anxiety um, podcast that I did two podcasts back, I told you guys that it's very important to, you know, get up and move. And I know that whenever, even like this week, right, it's been cloudy and gloomy. Depression has kind of kicked in a teeny, tiny, tiny little bit. I felt a little bit gloomy. I knew for sure that I needed to work out. You need to get those endorphins out. So I really encourage anybody who's feeling depressed right now because they're alone, talk to your friends and family via Zoom, via video call, and also exercise. Do something good for yourself. Read, guys. Watch podcasts, um, video podcasts that are good for you. Learn about things that are good in the world. Don't go down the you know YouTube or social media vortex of doom. And don't, you know, start watching a bunch of crap. Don't don't look through Instagram and, you know, get upset over all of these, you know, gorgeous guys or girls and the places that they're at and that you're stuck at home or whatever. Really try to maintain your mental health, guys. I really, those are my three tips for that anyway. Talk to your family and friends, get on Zoom calls, get on FaceTime, exercise, and do something good for yourself. Learn, read, learn guys, please. Anyway, I think that's it for my episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Carla Code. Remember my inbox is always open to you guys uh, through Instagram. If you want to talk about the Carla Code, I would really suggest you messaging me on the Carla Code Instagram, not it's Carla Code on the podcast one, because that one, my inbox doesn't, doesn't get, you know, over flooded my regular it's Carla code page. I mean, there's a bunch of messages that are in that extra inbox that I don't even look at because I think it's like spam. So don't message me on that one. Message me on the Carla code on Instagram. Thank you so much for being on the Carla code today. Really appreciate you guys. Hope you have a nice weekend have fun, be around people that you love, wear your masks. Thank you again. Ciao.